0: All right. And we are live. The Last Word with Lord Cognito, Ibantis, Thai guy, Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening campfire. Feels kind of special, E. I don't know. Feels kind of special today. How you doing, sir?
1: It's very special. We have had probably a crazy week in the world of destiny, but that's not what we're here today. Travis, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great and I'm ready to talk to our guests.
0: Let's do it. Indeed. All right. That's why we're all here. Exactly. So let's, let's roll, out, roll out the royal Red. carpet and show some love all right. to our guest.
1: Welcome to the last...
0: Hello! Oh, I got you. I got this one. You're good.
1: <laughs> Welcome to The Last Word, episode number 274. This week we jumped into the final season of the year. New activities, new stories, and more have arrived in Destiny 2. But we have to put a pin in all of that until next week, because this week we have a very special show for you all tonight. Joining us on the podcast tonight, we have a legend, an icon, and for a short time, a god. And to say the least, we are not worthy, but extremely humbled she has joined us at the campfire this evening. A true performer at heart, our guest wanted to be an actor from the very beginning. What started as conversations with herself on a cassette recorder had its seed planted in a second grade Christmas pageant began to germinate with a production of Sound of Music and gathered up nutrients like cello, ballet, and modeling, all coming full circle when an unsuspecting voicemail caught the ear of a new agent and her career has been in full bloom ever since. Gaming has been an important part of her journey as well, as far back as an early favorite of both hers and mine, by the way, the cute and catchy-themed Bubble Bobble. But years later, when she experienced Bioshock for the first time, she knew this entertainment medium had become something more— and had to be a part of it, and boy did she ever. Having the guts to basically audition on the floor of GDC to get her first role, and wouldn't you know it, she landed the lead in her very first game. Her passion for her craft is instantly obvious as soon as you hear her work, but the soul of our guest is one of kind, generous, gracious, and a dedication to being the best she can at all aspects in her life. So let's welcome a loving mother who cherishes her road trips with her son, a food lover from the French Quarter, graduated as a rebel from Mississippi, on an extremely short list of people who can say they lost a job to Morgan Freeman, the narrator of Moss, voice of Light Hope, co creator of The Hive, Omnigal, and the only survivor of the six who went down into the pit, the iconic Eris Morn, and the voice of so many other characters I do not have time to list them all. Tonight we have the pleasure of chatting with the one and only Morla Gorondona. How are you doing?
3: Oh, my goodness. That was amazing. Holy frijolas. Like, I cannot get over.
1: Wow. Welcome.
3: Welcome. That's amazing. Thank you so much. That was gorgeous. What a gorgeous introduction. Like, man, you've, like, really done your research.
1: Probably too much, but that's okay.
3: (laughs) I mean, I am... He's a stalker. I, am, uh... <laughs> He's a stalker. <laughs> I may
1: have crossed over on this one. There, there's a few <laughs> yeah. things that I know pretty well now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was fan stinking, fantastic. Thank you so much for that. I am so excited to be here. And um, as I mentioned in my uh, tweet uh, yesterday, that we've been working on this for a while. So I'm so glad that it's all coming together. So yes. so, so lovely, so nicely.:
0: Yeah,' it's absolute <laughs> pleasure to have you at the campfire. Obviously, we got a. Cha- we've been talking about this for some, some time. We got a chance to meet. I got a chance to meet you, which is mm-hmm. awesome. First of all, that's right. How are you doing? you know, how is, how is the state, I would say, just for you? as a voice actor, just all things you're going on, how how are you feeling as we wrap 2023, just personally right now? Mm,
3: Goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. Uh, As we wrap 2023, first of all, it just seems, still seems so hard to believe that it is 2023. I'm still trying to find that missing year, (laughs) 2020, of 2020. Uh, Because, you know, 2019 was just such a huge year as well. There was a lot going on uh, specifically for and and for uh for me myself getting to really engage with the um Destiny community in such a profound and meaningful way and so um yeah so i'm still recovering from that mm-hmm. whoosh, like all like all of that kind of disappearing in 2020 but yeah. you know um in uh 2023 there's been a lot of momentum there's uh i feel like um it's been a year of stops and starts for mm-hmm. actors on the whole, I Fair would enough. say. Fair just enough. A, and True. um and I think um, you know, some some hard 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 fights. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's uh, you know, I think it's the the best thing to come out of all of it, I think, is uh just shining a, a light on, um, the value of, uh, of all actors and, and, and at, at every level. And, and I think that, um, I think, I think we've, I think we've kind of really done that. I think we've, we've, we've really, there's been a lot of, um, encouraging support around, uh, the value of what, Human actors have to offer. Good point. And I'll leave it
4: there, and we leave it there that's a whole conversation. <laughs> no, you're good. No, you're
3: good. That is you're a good. very deep you're good. and that's long, very deep. and and I'm just really happy to uh, have some lovely, uh, warm conversations
0: with y'all no doubt no, no doubt much appreciate it. I gotta tell yourself, so I ain't gonna be selfish so we gonna open it up <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start early because I will get going and it'll be... so yeah,
1: let's start with Travis, uh, it's like, Travis yeah. I, I spoke for a good minute Travis you're yes, Travis <laughs>
2: what you got man? all right I have uh, I have many questions I mm. will be the person on the panel asking extremely unconventional questions really that's why we're here nothing about your nothing about your career I just want to hang out with you you know that's really all I'm here for so um <laughs> (laughs) 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 Um, So obviously you're from New Orleans, which we talked about a little bit before the show. I had the um, really awesome uh, privilege to go and uh, build houses for Habitat for Humanity when I was in college. Um, We were in um, Jefferson Parish right outside of Gretna. Um, And so I spent spent like a summer there building houses for nonprofit and developed a love for what is now my favorite food, Creole food. So my first question... For you is mm-hmm. since I know we see eye to eye on this and I will seek this food out because it's you can get a lot of good Creole food in the Bay Area because there's lots of different types of people here but yeah. it's frowned upon because we insist on eating healthy in California and so uh, it's sort of a guilty <laughs> pleasure what is your favorite Creole dish and mm. I would like to know where you stand on the spice level spectrum
4: oh because
0: yes that's it's extremely important especially yeah, here okay. with the last word yes yeah
3: okay okay um gosh well first of all gretna um i have family in gretna actually nice.
4: so yeah that's
3: awesome yeah so i spent a lot of time in gretna um and uh and actually technically i i lived in new orleans proper for many years as well but i was uh Born and raised in Jefferson Parish in in That's a little awesome. town called River Ridge, which is about f- five minutes outside of New Orleans. But so so I can claim both. I can claim New Orleans area and New Orleans proper. And um, but as far as uh, favorite Creole cuisine, so okay. So we get into the conversation: is it Creole? Is it Cajun? Right? Mm. And do we know the difference between the two? And yeah. so so I'll just give a little. A little history. So, um, so Creole is going to be um, has many different definitions. Uh, and as far as it pertains to food, if it's uh, it's it's the, if it has tomato, if it's like a New Orleans dish and it has tomato, it's Creole. Okay. Uh, if it's a similar dish and it doesn't have tomato, it's Cajun. The <laughs> okay. Creole people and the Cajun people are very. Um, so it's all about the tomato. Have,
2: <laughs> they differ it, on uh, one. Well, Creole fruit. tomato is really. a
3: huge. It's a huge. Uh, mm.
2: That's
3: a. It's a. It's a big thing. The Creole tomato is indigenous to New Orleans or the New Orleans area, and so. Um, so yeah, but so Cajun is going to be um, French Canadians who left to seek uh, religious freedom and, or escape religious persecution and settled in Southwest Louisiana. Creole is going to be more Southeast Louisiana and has more to do with, um, like France, French, and then also, um, Caribbean, African, like, um, like a, a huge infusion. So, um, but as far as food is concerned, it's gotta have the tomato. Mm -hmm. And, oh, right. And so what do I prefer? Yes. (laughs) What's your favorite? Um, Now we've got our history lesson. (laughs) Right. Now let me know that. Um, uh, I love gumbo. I'm a huge fan of gumbo. And and I, I have, but I'm very, like a very specific...
4: Uh, type of gumbo.
3: It's got to be from like the one place. It's also on the West Bank where Gretna's on the West Bank, so this place is on the West Bank. It's the place my grandmother used to go to and
0: like, Uh, oh, it's
3: just uh, I always thought that she made it because she would come, she would like warm it in in a big giant pot. (laughs) She never tried to claim that she was making it, but that's just what we would see when we would show up at her place. And so, uh, but no, it's like, oh, Nana's gumbo is wonderful. She's like, oh, you're so you're so <laughs> it's not. But, uh, <laughs> someone's, someone's Nana <laughs> probably.
2: Like, well, was, that's kind to of. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it true. It was someone's Nana. It yeah. was someone's Nana. It's
3: someone's Nana, Nana made it. Right? Yes, but that um, works out. You know, Nana is no longer with us, but the gumbo remains. Right. So that's great. Uh, yeah, gumbo is my is my favorite. And as far as spice is concerned, I um. I don't, it doesn't need to be too spicy. It's not about mm. spiciness. It's okay. about seasoning and layering and like. Oh, he likes this. Incre- like yeah. creating flavor. It's not and just about like yeah. packing you in the face with a whopping heat. The okay. exception for me would mm. be for a crawfish boil. Those mm. the hotter the better.
2: Interesting. I'm like that with yeah. jambalaya, which is my
1: favorite. Oh, I love jambalaya. Uh, oh yeah. I, if, if I'm not Do you crying like yours into with it,
3: tomato or without tomato.
2: I, I <laughs> actually I think
1: he's like does I don't know. It. So I learned
2: a recipe while I was down there, and I'm pretty sure my recipe has tomato in it, but I didn't know the distinction. So this is new information to me. Creole so jambalaya. I guess, I guess yeah. it's a Creole jambalaya, my. but I was taught mm. by this old lady who taught me the recipe that the secret ingredient was added when you cry into it because it's so spicy while you're eating that <laughs> that's the extra uh, salt that's the extra <laughs> that it, that's I mean, the extra salt I mean, kick you get at you the are ridiculous and i love spicy food so that was right uh, in my alley oh, yeah.
4: perfect
2: oh my now
1: God. we finally figure out when travis cries we got it okay. yes now we understand. <laughs> just <laughs> the right. just the spicy food
3: it's mm-hmm. just the spice my step dad is Cajun so his jambalaya really? makes an amazing jambalaya but there's no tomato which is
2: oh, it's my preferred that's your preferred credo yeah. interesting mm-hmm. okay eat what
1: you mm-hmm. got someone bubbling oh yeah. no I mean, talk- uh, whatever
3: right that's the other thing it's food if it's like eh, I'll eat I'll eat it if it's food I'll eat it That's the
1: other. <laughs> that I was, was like kind of it. one like of the I, things I gathered yeah. is that if there's not a food you said you there's not a food you won't try won't eat
0: basically there wasn't much mm-hmm. um oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold on, we got to give a special shout out. C J Gibson's in the chat, yo. Of the oh, legend, nice. oh, uh, my fellow Destiny controller player. Of course, yes. PC. That's right. <laughs> C J, it's good to see you, brother. Awesome to see uh, you in the chat.
3: We were talking about you. Yeah, you got a little pre-show show. shout out, sir. Yep. Oh, yeah Much you. love.
0: Much How love.
3: love good guy CJ's Solid, the man just a good guy yep. yeah. he's the
2: man he bringing people together at...
3: bringing people we worked... together
2: <laughs> we worked in the IGN office together for years I did a raid with his kids once in <laughs> <laughs> the IGN office good times his oh, kids are spinning
1: like, images of him if you've seen him on Twitter his are, kids are it's like, 100%. like playing with tiny <laughs> CJ's yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. controlling
0: for yeah. life he said and remember <laughs> Trav the, the, uh, the good old fire team chat days and, and the, yeah the he was on fire the, team chat yeah that, that's OG right there veteran I just want to get right into like season of the witch, right? I got to jump into mm-hmm. it. I mean,
1: this is going all over the place today. So yeah, we're all over. we're
0: gonna be That's all over like, the
1: place. It's
3: perfect. go for everywhere. This is perfect for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, I'm about it
0: to see Eris's journey. You know, and and the transformation. You know, obviously, getting into the whole. Thing with Zevor Wrath, but just this role and where you took the character, I felt was absolutely amazing. We really got to see a different side of Eris as well as the relationship with Ikora. So I guess my thing was how did you prepare once you get the information from the team? You know, and Mm -hmm. you see this is where it's going at this season. Mm -hmm. How did you prepare for this type of heiress? Because I've never seen... She was combative. She was fierce, ferocious. Mm -hmm. She was ready to take it to that next level to do whatever she has to do. Even Ikora was a little nervous, like, is this a little bit reckless? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What we're doing? Mm -hmm. How did you get into that whole mindset with heiress last season? Well, you
3: know, I have my... um... I have my, my like, uh, it used to be that I would go through this whole entire process of, like, discovering Eris and, like, finding her through music and through, like, um, emotional recall. The and, song Indus
1: Dance, Dead King Dance,
3: perhaps? That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I told you I and found too much info out. <laughs> no, it's great. That's wonderful. And that is still uh, true. Like, I still, I still, that is a part of the process of just preparation for any heiress session and um and how like i tap into the voice and how like it's become um i've done it so many times now mm-hmm. it's just it's like i it the ac- access to her mm-hmm. is um it's very easy like i feel like i <laughs> um i feel like i wear her just below my skin Ooh,
4: or or, or like maybe <laughs>
3: Well, and I feel
2: Third like there's
3: up. been yeah. kind of meldings as well. Like, I feel like, you know, she, where she ends and I begin sometimes kind of, I don't we've had very similar journeys in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I identify and relate to her. And... um and so I, I i have very uh swift access to her mm. uh and in so far as this new season um the The real stuff. There's a lot of prep. Well, there's there is preparation, especially for this year. I got to. I was so grateful that I got to uh, do the performance capture for yes. her for those scenes, and that was a whole separate kind of um, preparation. I i i worked. Um, I worked with. Uh, Someone to help me with the with the with the memorization of it because mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to make sure that I I uh that I I that I had it like I just wanted to make I just worked very hard on making sure that there was nothing going to stand in the way of making those um performance capture sessions just uh, mm-hmm. the absolute best they could possibly be and so um so. Th- that and then as far as the the um the content like yes. the emotional journey mm-hmm. you know it's it's always um a gift with uh, era script. and i feel like without without um it's just even even like even m- more so this one. There's something. Mm-hmm. There was something. It's just it's. Eris is always very evident. Like it do the who she is and what's mm-hmm. going on with her is is built into the script. And right. I feel like even even more so. Mm-hmm. Um, as of late, it's there's uh. I always feel like she's in incredibly good hands and mm-hmm. I and I, I can always just sh- show up and just trust w- what's on the what's, what the text is with the text and the script yeah trust trust that that whatever it the script conjures mm-hmm. is um, whatever whatever emotions come up uh from what it is that I'm reading or have read that it's mm-hmm. that it's right that it's all intentional, and so there were times where I was over just overcome, just absolutely overcome and um and it's like well that's that's that just kind of showed up, and that's mm. what's that's what's right for her um and as far as being the hive god mm-hmm. portion of <laughs> the
4: uh, transformation there's just, cause it's, 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 last it's so
3: wild because it's like i know i'm like i'm telling it in pieces and parts but there's there's so, so many much. different yeah. things going on with her that um and there's so many people contributing to to who, who what makes that possible mm-hmm. and and i and i um, like her voice is like it's coming from me, but it's it's the voice of a lot of right incredibly talented individuals creating that 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 written voice that mm-hmm. that like and it's gonna sound straight like that visual voice like yes. you know like the thing that 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 the way she looks contributes to the voice itself, right mm-hmm. so um, yeah, how she looks is. Absolutely informed um, instantly how she sounds when she's like contorting and conjuring, like, mm-hmm. and, like breaking and cracking through like some exoskeleton. It was oh, what a what a what a feast, what a um, <laughs> what a what <laughs> a joy, what oh, a gift. <laughs> I love it. I
4: love it. Yeah. So I mean- yeah,
3: I like. I. I mean, I could really, I could really like. We could spend hours just talking about um just talking about this last season. It's yeah. it's um I just feel I I just feel so lucky. I feel so lucky to have this whole journey, but then in this la this most recent part, this incredible I never would have imagined. I never would have imagined that that's where she was going, was going. to go. Yeah, with. okay.
0: But, I got it. So you're uh, just as surprised as I mean, us as as, yeah. as we see this journey, this <laughs> transformation, and and oh yeah, it, it what I what I felt I got from it was like a a calculated means to an end, and pushing herself to go there, right? To go to this place, you know, narratively, and with 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 the whole you know seasonal story with Ziva versus Aerith and then. Obviously, what we concluded with with doing, which I thought was, was really amazing. But it, it, it gave me an, a different glimpse of the character. And I, I thought it was really cool to see how you expressed it, to how you brought that forth. And, yeah, I was just like, okay, she she's going to go there. Like, whatever we have to do for our survival, you were ready to do that. <laughs> and I thought that was well, awesome. Well, it's like
3: trust, right? Because that's yeah. the thing that she says is like trust. It's, it's there is this... Hmm, it's interesting. There's been this theme of surrender, right? That once again, like talking about how in Eris's life and in my life, there's these interweaving patterns. There's this theme of surrender in my life, like letting go of the things that I can't control, just like surrendering that things are going to work out fine, surrendering, trusting the fact that I, um, that, that i whatever, like whatever thing that it is that I get nervous about. And then you get like, you can't, you get so nervous about it. Or you like try to make things work that aren't working. And then you just, at some point you have to surrender and trust that it, that it will, Mm -hmm. that what, what is best will happen. And, and so it's interesting that there is this also like, she surrenders to, she has a plan She's calling on everyone to trust her. And mm-hmm. then she's surrendering to this um
4: Yeah,
0: the the, the seance this calling, the, the this, ceremony of this yeah. calling.
3: S- surrendering to the spirit, surrendering yeah. to um to this uh to her higher highest being, to her highest self, finding joy and like revelry and like in this conquering power you know mm-hmm. that's like that's a scary thing to tap yeah, I into like I, uh-huh. I, I was a little worried I thought you
0: might stay there I was a little worried was gonna come down from that I, I was just saying we, 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 is this her villain arc I was like uh-oh right
3: Morla has stayed there I'm just gonna stay okay. there forever there you go. so nice. just so you know
4: Great. I actually am a little <laughs> curious it.
1: though oh go ahead Travis what were you gonna say I was just gonna say I
2: called Eris the George Washington of the Destiny universe because she had all that power but was like you know what yeah, I'm gonna, she's like I'm, I'm gonna good. let it ride.
0: Yeah, yeah that was really interesting. Absolutely, two terms and draft. I'm out. Let's yeah, do it. Has. Let's get <laughs> it rolling. Yeah.
3: Also, little known fact, she has wooden teeth.
4: <laughs> True. Yeah. There you go. Kiddy, kidding. That, would be great. No. Sorry, no, that, that was, was George Washington. George like Washington. Sorry, that was.
3: That was. Not, lore. I, not yeah, lore, not lore, not <laughs> lore,
4: lore, guys. do yeah. do
0: that, put that in no <laughs> fake grimoire and come up with a video that's gonna be a last word. Website, like, is yeah. collective? Did you no. No. reference on
1: episode number? I'm like, oh my
2: god, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't do that. George Wash George Washington's teeth were actually horse and donkey teeth and slave teeth. <gasps>
3: oh my god, yeah, are really Wow. Amazing. that's
1: that's, yeah.
2: that's they're in a museum. And they're crazy. You really
3: are bringing stuff from all over. Yeah. From all over. Uh, <laughs> non sequiturs. Fun it's fact.
4: Great. Love it. Fun fact.
1: Fun, fun of uh, the oh. night with Travis. Yeah.
4: Uh, wow. Wow. Wow.
1: it's true. <laughs> no, but I kind of wanted to ask you as we're like, in this space with Eris right now. When you're reading those words, it's like we figure them out. I don't know how long the difference in time when you record versus we, when we get them. But you're going through the journey kind of the way we do is we're hearing it, what your performance is, but you're reading those words probably easily in Eris's voice. I'm sure that voice just rolls around in your head. But when you read Mm -hmm. those words in the script and see where the writers take those moments where Mm -hmm. she becomes the God, and then you realize what she did to Ziva Wrath. And then the fact that she, to do what she did, she turns around and had to kill Sabbath. Like what goes through your head when you're reading those words? Just, Thank you for these words. Like now, I got to digest. Like, how does all that come to you with the script? Like, how does that process through you?
3: I think about it. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't do a whole lot of thinking about it. I do a lot of feeling about it, mm-hmm. and um, whatever. Uh, I just, yeah. I just, I feel. I feel my way through this script, and I'll, 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 I'll make sure I understand what what the you know the tone is and what what the what the goal is, but i feel I feel like it's they do just do such a great job of making that um of making that evident you know i um i uh i the thinking that is done is like how can I best serve like how can i how can i how how is she changing? and how much do i change my actual voice to um match that uh like what is the energy how do i change my energy how do i change my pitch or you know she's got a very specific cadence i call it uh Aris pentameter <laughs> instead of iambic <laughs> pentameter so it's aeris pentameter nice. and so um and i and i there's just words that um present themselves as ones to linger on Mm -hmm. and uh and i i love that she can and that i do and it's like it's where the lilt comes in it's like it's like you know (laughs) like the it's this little hmm, it's this like feeling the full weight of any given word um. Yeah, that's that's just the process. I just kind mm-hmm. of let her let her speak. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. No, it make it makes sense. I wanted to talk. I wanted to shift gears slightly because again tremendous season. I can go on and on about that. I did want to talk about obviously the tremendous cast that Destiny has. Right, just mm-hmm. tremendous talent and. Just obviously, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, full disclosure, I'm a big fan of Oded Fair, who is, I believe, the Osiris, who plays the Osiris character. I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan fan of his. And obviously the, the talent you have amassed. But I wanted to know, like, how did the community, is it like a fraternity in a sense of, you know, we lost the great Lance Redding? And I know he he does so much, right? But for the Zavala character and, you know, the community, that's yes, the community, it really hit home. And I just wanted to know, like, from a voice actor perspective, one of your own... You know, how does that hit the industry? And just in general, any Lance memories or interactions that you remember?
3: You know, I, um, I never had, I was never fortunate enough to meet him. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so I, um, But it's this thing it's this strange thing where like our characters knew each other and um and he seems to be very much his character and i am oftentimes very much my character and so it's this um, it's this strange thing of like we've never i never met him but my character (laughs) knows him so well uh, and it's like, we've, li- we've like, we've, uh, it would never take the place of knowing him and it's mm-hmm. not the same at all. And I don't try to like, like, I like yeah. claim any kind of yeah. knowing or knowledge of him at all, but it does feel this strange kind of thing where, like, our characters knew each other and, like, our characters being similar to each other. and They lived in this universe and spent so much time together. And it's like, I feel this tremendous loss. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, I feel like I'm not, I'm not a, I really can't, I, I can't, I can't. um, Like, I also, like, I can't, like, I can't, I didn't really know him, you know? So it's... Um it's it's a strange space because I feel like I knew him so well. But I know like, that's like, how I, I never, was wondering, I yeah, how you process. I didn't know him, yeah. didn't know him at all. You know, sure. not really. Um I mean, that's, but it was that's incredibly sort of how... I like it was inc- like when I found out it was um absolutely shocking. And the timing of it was incredible that's for another day but Mm -hmm. um it's uh it was it was devastating it was devastating um and a shock and um Mm -hmm. i i mean it's so weird to say that i miss him when i've never met him but i you know i do i miss him
2: I think that's how a lot of the Destiny community feels. I mean, the average Destiny player has never met Lance Reddick, but they still feel like they like he was a part of the Destiny community, uh, whether it was you know interacting with his character or just the fact that he interacted with fans, just yep. like you do, he just like post, you do. Yeah, tw- he would post tweets of himself playing, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. sections of Destiny and mouthing the voice lines and stuff like that. And yeah. um, those of us who like I got to meet him because he was on our old show, Fireteam Team Chat. Um, and uh, those of us who got to know him just understood that he was a real one, right? And mm-hmm. so it, it feels mm-hmm. like, you know, I, th- I think we totally get that. Other players of Destiny get what you're feeling of like. Absolutely. You don't need to know him to know him sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just,
1: well, it's also it's the dead. fact that it's been a 10-year franchise, and he's been the one of the main staples since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so if you didn't know him before, and then you've seen movies, and you appreciate his performance before... and you're just listening to Lance Reddick when you walk up to Zavala and you kind of know it's there. It's, it, it's weird because I don't remember the timing of like when he passed versus when I went to go see John Wick four. And I'm not going to say any spoilers or anything, but I thought it was close. And then I went to go see it. And if you've seen that movie, you know what happens in there and it hit on a different level in there. And I'm just, and this is still the character. So whether it's Zavala, whether it's like, and, all you ever heard about him was just the nicest guy in the world. So it's, yeah. it's kind of one of those. From what you're saying, it's like you don't feel like you you don't feel like you can claim that you knew him, but there's still a part of you that feels like there was loss experienced, and it's kind of hard to put that into
0: words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. true, so true.
3: I just always thought for sure I would meet him. It was just like I knew it was just a a matter of time, and so I, I um. I'm
0: really sad about that, too. Yeah, rest in peace, Lance. Definitely a treasure yeah. to the community. Um, yeah. wanted to the follow-up or a different question in reference to, you know, I consider you such a talented creative. You just, you know, you're oozing talent and all these the diversity of roles and I look at your history. I'm like, wow, she's done that. She she was a part of this. She she was in my star field. I'm like, I can't I went ran to one of your NPCs in, in New James. I'm like, there she is. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's so cool. So it's like I the guess the question I have for you, because obviously we all associate you with Eris. but sometimes, Travis, you know, like you ask an actor, and the fans are like this. The fans say the character is this. This is their favorite. But sometimes that's not the creative's favorite. And I was just yeah. curious, you know, if you have some unsung heroes, or if it is just heiress, that's fine too. But, like, who do you feel like you either don't get enough credit for or you connect with the most out of all the roles you've done? You've done a lot.
3: Why do you feel an incredibly special connection with Eris. It's undeniable. I mean, it's, I have, we've poured so much of ourselves into each other um, that I, 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 uh, I feel, um, I feel bound. I feel ba- like in happily bound uh, to her. Um, I you know uh, some some other favorites though for sure is um the Moss franchise oh, has yes. been was just <laughs> that's my favorite absolutely yeah. just a, a journey of serendipity and magic and love and trust and surrender. Um, in fact, there was a breakthrough that I had in a like a uh like an acting and emotional and performance breakthrough that I had in the middle of a moss session that absolutely has informed every single one of my performances since, including wow. including um Eris. Ooh.
4: Uh,
3: just like the uh just a, 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 a like an emotional access, like a, a like a way of like um of just uh, of allowing myself to be even more fully emotionally present in the midst of a scene, knowing that eyes are on me and just, like, just allowing myself just to, like, let it all happen. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and that's, and full of, that, that team, the Polyarch team is full of, um dear 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 friends and it's been uh it is it is born out of and steeped in um this beautiful bedtime ritual that I have with my son it's just like bedtime story but it's like a special little ritual that we do and then here I am being the narrator and it's 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 all very connected to um oh it's so easy these days, uh, <laughs> um, just to. Um, it's all very connected to to that and to my son uh, from from like baby to to now. I you know I I, I still read to him now as as, as an eleven year old. You know that's a good performance. He doesn't imagine. He probably doesn't imagine want to a that. Kid.
2: Imagine being a kid getting a story read to you by a by <laughs> a, a, an S tier voice actress. Yes. That's yeah. That, that's great, dude. Yeah. Dude, well, it's compa- my parents couldn't even read. Like that's <laughs> she's doing that's next level, dude.
4: That's crazy. Well, what was really fun about
3: Moss too is that they gave me such early access to the script and they know knowing about my this bedtime ritual that I have with my son, that I I got to read the script to him uh-huh. as his bedtime story, <laughs> and uh, and he was like he would give feedback. He's like, I think his voice should be like this, and I don't understand <laughs> this part of the story, and like I'll let them know.
1: <laughs> Did you get to collaborate with that kind of early access? Did you get to collaborate and was you know work with feedback and stuff like that on Moss too?
3: Yeah, absolutely. even more so. Like, it worked. We, uh, you know, it was such a great story. Stephen Hottie was the audio director there at the time. And he um, he asked me, he's like, if, you know, in, in best case scenario, sky's the limit, what would be your ideal VO situation? I was like, well, um, yeah, early access to script. I would love to collaborate. I would love to, you know, have table reads. I'd love to um you know feel like i'm a part of the team and um and he's like great done let's do it Ooh, and
0: like, awesome. wow
3: and so when it came from moss too it was like let's go even further let's bring you on board even more let's you know it was really 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 dream come true kind of stuff
0: i mean it was yeah. so awesome and so cool that you got to collaborate more with it It culminated in Moss Two winning Game of the VR Game of the Year. How does that feel as a team? Oh my gosh! To be a part of something like that—so
3: exciting! It was great. Um, Yeah, yeah, I was. uh, It was very exciting, and like, and and so many awards, so many awards. Yes. Um, You know, we won for. Mm-hmm. Best Dialogue for an Indie Game at the Game Audio Network Guild Awards. I mean, and, they, they, they um, need to hire
0: you. Gotta, you see what happens when she gets more creative involved, y'all. I see where the awards <laughs> is going, y'all. <laughs> I'm, mess, I'm being messy. Continue. <laughs> I mean, no, say it louder, please. Yes.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, whenever she's let's, involved, you give her
0: more creativity. Look what happened to your game. I'm just let's, saying. <laughs> let's, let's say that
3: Let's say that more. I, I don't disagree. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was, it was emotional. I mean, as, and for me, that's like the barometer of greatness to me personally. It's like the more emotional, the more that it um, uh, elicits this, response in me the more the deeper it is the more connective it is like that that's the barometer of greatness for me so um
4: yeah respect um,
1: respect that was wonderful absolutely well you well, mentioned well deserved yeah. it was like you mentioned Stephen Hoddy and from my little bit of research that just a little bit of research just a little bit. um <laughs> It actually, I think the culmination of you guys coming together for Moss 2 to get, you know, the awards that you guys got, but to work so closely together from how you guys started to get where you are now, like the journey that you've been on, because I'll let you tell it because you'll tell it better. But to go all the way from kind of becoming friends at GDC to going to this, moving to the same place and then working on a game, creating a character and then all that like. He's been a big piece of what it sounds like that you've got a chance to be a part of. And I think that's really cool that you've got someone that you've been able to share that because one of the things I've heard you mention multiple places is kind of audio and sound design paired with voice work. When those come together is one of those things Mm -hmm. that it sounds like you've really enjoyed and like him being a collaborator to be able to do that. So I was like, I don't want to spoil the story. So like if people kind of want to get the idea to end up somewhere, you know, getting VR game of the year and ending up in Moss 2, how did it all begin?
3: you know it just it it's it starts with a gesture and um and uh Stephen was um Stephen was presenting uh his demo at the game audio network guild sound design demo derby at the game developers conference in uh, san francisco that- which is um a huge like uh, a cornerstone of how G-C. i would create work for myself, right? Um, and still do. It's still an essential tool in my toolkit. Um, and I love sound design. Um, and I, and I feel like in a different life, I'd be like a Foley artist because I love, I love creating sound. And I just so happen to love creating sound with My mouth, most of all. So (laughs) that works out great. Um, So uh, I specifically love the space where sound design and voiceover merge. And that shows up in, like, um, creatures or animals or Mm -hmm. baby cry or, you know, tennis matches. Uh, Anyway. Uh, So Stephen was... um, so I was there because I love sound design and he was there presenting uh, at the demo derby to get feedback, but also, you know, to find work. And um, he had, uh, he had just made a big life decision that this is where he was going to put all his energy. And like a few years before I had just made the same decision about like games as where I was going to put all my energy and he, um... He, the, the short version, too late. The short version <laughs> is he, uh, at the very end, he, i i I really enjoyed his demo. And so at the, and I, I, I handed him my card. He was like sitting out in the hall afterwards. I handed him my card and I said, look, I know that VO and sound design don't really very much have an opportunity to work together, but it's a, I love the space. And if we ever do get a chance to work together, that'd be really great. And, um, and we kept in touch like a little bit, uh, over the next couple of years. And, uh, and then we met up at GDS, GDC again. Um, and it, we like. Turns out, he's like, I've got big news. Like, I've got big news. And it turns out that both of our news was that we were moving to Washington at basically the exact same time. Wow. Just like a neighborhood away from each other. Like, what? Crazy. So, like, fast forward a couple years later, he's like, hey, remember that thing about, like, Getting a chance to work together that like probably never would happen. He's like, well, I think I found that opportunity. And he's like, how would you feel about coming in and just like playing around and helping create the sounds of like the big bad, the the, the main Ooh. bad guys in this game? It's it um, they're, the called, they're called they're called the Hive. Let's go. and I was like, yeah, I want to do that. So we just spent just screeching and making sounds and it was wonderful <laughs> I was it was about, so are fun. you just
4: like make <laughs> yes. all the noises
1: you can and then he's what just messing with like yeah. pitch and tone and length and everything. are you just is that just how long what is
3: no uh, it's just like raw just like there's no there's no futzing with it in the session it's just mm-hmm. like let's this is what you see, I remember him saying this. He swears he never said this, but I, I could not have come up with this by myself. He mm-hmm. said something about, like, imagine it's, like, you're in an old, cold, decrepit library, mm-hmm. and, like, you... And there's, like, these books, and, like, you shoot the book, and the book disintegrates. He's like, that's what I want it to sound like. And I'm like, great. So uh, <laughs> he's like... that. He's like, I... He's like, that... I, like, that didn't happen more than like, I know <laughs> it did, I didn't I did, like, I did that come to, up that's with. That's hard that. to make up. That's hard to make up. <laughs> I did not come up. So basically what it came to was like a like a uh, dry, like <sighs> like kind mm-hmm. of and then and then the other side of that is like the screeching sound. So the like, yes. like inhalation, like that's how I interpret it. Inhalation and like um like death, like
4: skeleton
3: Yes, like very muscle. uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> And then the other side is like the, ah, like screechy, ah, you know. And then, then there's the, then the last, the very last uh, creature that we did that day was Omnigo. Oh, yeah. and it was just like, how high pitch can you make that sound? Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> like, all right. Oh, you went I'm there. like, I think, I think I've got, I think I've got three in me. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> I gave we- I gave three and was like, that's it. That's what we got. And then from that, there mm-hmm. was, um, uh, I got a request for an audition. And it was like, mm-hmm. well, uh, there's something about like there's some sort of symmetry to this idea that the character who lived with the hive is mm-hmm. voiced by the same person who voiced the hive, you know, that Ooh. kind of thing. Nice. So,
0: yeah.
3: yeah. But I did have to audition. Wow, he did audition for
0: her. That that's awesome. The the process. I was gonna ask. Um, in terms of like from back then to now, like you mm-hmm. you you you're sitting there, you're, you're telling telling us like these how you got into that place and things he would describing and what the hive he feels mm-hmm. should be. Like, mm-hmm. does does how do you operate without like a visual representation? Like it from the. Yeah, like I find that so amazing. Fingertips on you my can mind, kind of thing. Into a place <laughs> without a visual storyboard or an artist render, and say, okay, this is how it's gonna look. This is what's going on, or this is what's gonna be. Like, how do you do that?
3: <laughs> well, a rendering, you know, an image does help for sure. Mm. You know, but so much of um, it's it's so much of the work that I do with. Like my friends, we get together, and we do uh, my friends, my fellow voice actor, my colleagues we we spend a lot of time um working together um on things like, we you know, like imagination, like let's find things that are creative, like think finding so much of it is imagination. It's okay. just like just just having a very bright, vivid. Um, imagination, and as we get older, it's you know sometimes it's harder to do that. So, like, I my colleagues will get together, we'll like do things to help fuel those juices. Ooh, like, like,
0: like are we do a creature um, today. Who are we do. <laughs> <laughs>
3: sometimes it's a lot of it's like e- improv is like okay. a big We're factor okay. in that. Uh, some yeah.
1: of it's like just yeah. that's yeah. true yeah. yeah. theater, yeah. comedy improv. background, Ooh, that's, that's, yeah. all,
0: nice,
3: that's the improv nice. guy. I yeah. It's a bit, I like it, sometimes, it's just like going over various um like uh, like finding finding a character and just like making big bold choices with it like you know here's you know some somebody will like present a character like here's this character these are the description like do something big with it and like Ooh. um they come up with something because it's like audition it's like the
0: improv That's it's just trailer.
3: all yeah it is so much of it is improv and and and, and That's like, a skill like going Can with I that, get
2: an ayat? I- uh,
4: <laughs> Holla. 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 nice <laughs> nice, uh,
3: nice yeah vivid vivid like all these different things that we can do to um fuel our childlike imagination so play coloring is a thing that i will just like kind of get into sometimes just like you know just be, be 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 fun have fun like um And not even necessarily, like, fun, because it doesn't have to be, like, fun. Sometimes Mm. it's just, like, just stop second-guessing yourself and judging Mm. yourself and your thoughts and, like, your decisions about things. And that's hard. Like, that's Mm. hard to do, especially when you're so much of of an actor's job is auditioning and, like, trying to guess at what it is that you think that they may want and then, like, Mm. second-guessing it and then, like, you know... And the secret to that always is, and it's something that I feel like all actors constantly need to be reminded of, is like, it's not about chasing down the thing that they want, but being the thing that they didn't even know that they wanted in the Ooh,
4: first place. Ooh, those balls Which is, right there. That's the, Which that's is you, the quote of the right?
1: show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which is you. It's always you. It's always the thing that is you. It's oh. just it's sometimes it's just not always easy to remember that like every day. So it's like it's good to have a team of people that you get to play and work with who help. We help each other. We remind each other of that. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. That was a great learning process. Trent?
2: Yeah. I have, Trent I have, do you have I another curveball? I got a pointless <laughs> question. Oh, yes, please. Here's a pointless yes. question.
1: There are no pointless questions.
2: A couple seasons ago, destiny. <laughs> Maybe I'm alone in this. I don't believe I'm alone. But I sensed some distinct sexual tension between Eris Morn and the Drifter. And I'm wondering, Hello. I'm wondering, A, do you, sh- do you ship them? B, Was were you intentionally trying to put on some flirtatious energy there? Or am I simply a thirsty bitch? <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, the last... Sentiment, like, clearly, yes. Yes,
1: obviously. Travis uh, <laughs> has been called out. Check. All right, now thirsty, no, no, that that's oh, clear. That,
2: that was, being oh, right, called it. a thirsty bitch by Marlo was actually on my bucket list, so. There you go. I'm we feeling made pretty it. good. I'm feeling pretty good. that it. one off. Yes,
4: Travis has uh, entered the show.
3: And Bob, good night, everyone.
2: Let's talk about their relationship. Yeah, I want to hear it.
3: Well, I would love to hear what y'all think. We know
2: what you think. I think Drifter was spitting game at Eris, and Eris did not seem Mm -hmm. that resistant to it. That was was what I got from some of that dialogue. She Mm -hmm. was kind of like, I mean, maybe buy me a drink first was kind of the energy she was giving off.
1: Well, I feel like they've both been through... We don't know as much about Drifter's journey, but we know Mm -hmm. he's been through a lot. And we have a better idea of what Eris has been through with Mm -hmm. uh, the Dark Below and everything like that. But it feels like they're kind of outsiders, but they also Mm -hmm. both understand each other. Mm -hmm. Kind of on a. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where is it platonic? Is it a little more. And that's where that little. The line was kind of towed with, and you were wondering. Mm -hmm. I know you guys have an understanding, but it's also can't tell if it's brother-sister understanding where it's like, yeah, we get it. We've been through it all together mm-hmm. or different type. So is that, that's kind of how yeah. I see them. That's how you process I don't I, call process. my
2: little okay. sister Moondust.
1: <laughs>
2: that's go. all i'm saying
4: <laughs>
0: i mean
3: you might if she lived on the moon for a
0: while <laughs> true, she's, got a <laughs> she's got a point she's got a point she's got a point i would travel. like it 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 was a, a pleasant surprise that i didn't see coming because i saw the relationship obviously was in a beyond light you, you start to get the characters who the, i want to say they the outsiders right but they're not the in the tower dwelling character. We had like for the, the, most yeah, the the other vanguard. We almost called. Yeah, them. it was yeah. like the, the other vanguard that is willing to do what is necessary for the survival of humanity. Right, and during that those interactions between Eris and and the Drifter, I with Travis, I felt dr- the Drifter was spitting game mm. <laughs> to her, mm. and at first the vibe I got from Eris was like, I see through you. I'm not really trying to. You know, like, like looking at him is like, not insignificant, but, like, I know you, all right, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And for whatever reason, I got the sense that he got a little turned on by that for some reason. Like, someone that could see <laughs> through him, because the way she talks to him is a- different than any other character. But as it went on, I was like, well, maybe she's just annoyed by him. But <laughs> as it went on, I'm like, no, there is something here. There is a little mm. emotional thing here that is... A respect as well as a little bit more flirtation so now that we've have our theories mm-hmm. where, where are you at with this as, as, as the voice
1: also before you answer i wanted to ask do you do this in collaboration like looking at each other or are these independent
0: i was just curious they
1: gotta be independent
0: gotta be independent right there's a co
3: yeah so, yeah. <laughs> yeah i um yeah, I mean, most yeah. of most in video games, almost everything is always uh, done in isolation. Oh
0: okay. yes, sorry, just yeah. Oh, so when he was spitting that game, where were, where were you at? With this? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, yeah, there see, I was questions. like I
3: was going to answer that to see if maybe we wouldn't come back to it. But okay, yeah, we're, going, we're gonna yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna, gonna going we're, we're doubling
2: there. down. Okay, yes, I think... All started. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be a controversial question.
4: <laughs> this is a softball, friends. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: think. Well, I think that, um, I like the not being, I like the, the, the wondering and the kind of this, this, the, the not overtness of the whole, you know, I like that. I like that it elicits this kind of conversation and the the, the one, the wandering of it. And I think, um... I think that is that is its own merit.
2: That was the voice actress equivalent. Do things
3: need to be defined?
0: That,
2: you <laughs> just said a, ma- a magician never reveals her secrets in a different, <laughs> in a different Masterful. way. Masterful. <laughs> Masterful
0: just now.
1: <laughs> but I also, the reason I but asked But would the...
3: you really want to hear like a definitive nah. answer? Because I no. would just, you know. I mean, only
1: labels. Even if you were
2: playing it that way, Bungie could ob- always just say like, "Oh, you know, retcon, or she's out of his league now because she became a god, so now she can she only sure. dates gods." You know, that's a fair, <laughs> right. that's a fair assumption. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, your your answer is fine. I, I
3: think I think that they I think our spying ears have mm-hmm. heard enough of their conversation. We should let their conversation, we should let their.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to let it develop. Their we read the text. should be.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, give them some privacy. All right.
0: We, we, you're right. We, was DM, so yeah. <laughs> we were in
4: their yeah, DMs. I'm so sorry. We were in the DMs. sorry. He's going to ask okay. something else. Once, once we
2: get a it. lore tab where the drifter's texting you up. I think then we can call it a day.
1: Like, right, <laughs> okay, that that, that would be that would be a little more clear, but I don't I don't see the writers going quite that far. Hey, it <laughs> was Shax and
2: Marasam, so you never know, that dude. That you one's, never that's know. A whole,
1: that's a yeah. whole different thing. Uh, no, the reason I kind of wanted to ask the question I did for the independent recording is it just goes to show what you guys are capable of doing as voice actors to convey the depth and emotion, the teasing that is there and isn't there, and whether it was conscious or not, what you have done with that character, and then what, I don't remember the Drifter's actor's name, but what you two have done, whether it's unknowingly, and it just works out really well, or intentionally and kind of both, just to be in separate places and have that come together the way we're listening to everybody like speculate about it is actually really, really cool. And just the still goes to show the amazing talent that you guys have as voice actors, and especially you with Aeris. You can kind of do what you want with her. As you've said, she comes to you now, but it also seems like you can take her in kind of a lot of different places that we may not expect. So I just hope we get to continue to see this journey that we've been on with her. It's been fun.
3: Well, thank you. Me too. I, I, I mean, you know, it's like a, it's, it's, it's humanity, right? It's her humanity, is that she is not one-dimensional. She is the the better we know her the more we understand her and see that she's like she's got she's very multifaceted and yeah. um and that you know that's like I love that this steely exterior has these moments of melting and reveal and then hiding and then godlike and then like a, like a literal sh- like exoskeleton and like spi- you know like this all these different things and and Meanwhile, she is all just her. All it's all true, it's all mm-hmm. her all the time, yeah. you know. The, the same way that we are also have hard exteriors and we reveal and then we back away from it and then we disappear for many many mm-hmm. years <laughs> and then come back.
1: Depends <laughs> <laughs> oh, on how no. the seasons go,
0: right? No, um, no, yeah. Well, I had something go. Oh, you sure? I, no, I, yeah, I was like, I blanked. T- I know I had something. No, that's cool. Yeah, I got something. Um, you know, for me, the iconic line for Eris, because it, it is a tragic tale, right? It is it, it initially a tragic tale that she endured and became something great as a result. And, you know, the classic line, is six of us went down into the pit, right? And I think uh, the whole Crota raid and everything, and then... I got my Shadow Keep shirt on. And the reason why I have it on is for a reason is because, ah, salute. salute, I see you. The reason why I have a Shadow Keep on is because it took that experience from the initial Destiny One of what we know she suffered down there to now go to the moon and to be tormented by the people you lost. And I remember her making peace with each member of the fire team. How did you connect emotionally? With that aspect, because I know six of us going down to the pit means a lot to you personally based on your history and, and katrina and and everything there, so how did you deal with that emotionally
3: um, you know it's it's interesting again, it just really came at a time when I personally was felt like I was being um haunted by ghosts, obviously not literally, but like I had like, um, just some uh, people in my life who like were no longer in my life, but just kept, they were around and they like, I, 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 I would try to, um, shed them and they just, even, even if they weren't physically present or weren't trying to be present they were in my head like you know i i i just had a really really hard time shedding them and um and and uh, you know and it was um uh people that i loved and yeah. so it felt very like wow again She's like, I don't know how they know at Bungie what is specifically going on in my life at any given moment. But they're good at it. <laughs> they just like write for what's going on in my life, and mm. so um, it 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 really was very um, just pulling from that. Like I, um, just absolute absolute heartbreak.
4: Yeah,
3: and and um, wanting and wanting to. Um, going through this process of like healing myself from that and um and still like no matter what just kind of having that heaviness that weight that like you know that that feeling it's like you just want to like stop like stop thinking like tell yourself to stop thinking about somebody and of course it's all it's all you could do is think about them of course of course so um
1: i mean the the line the way you gave the line of the insufferable one. Yes. I'm not even going to. <laughs> it's so. I mean, it's just iconic to me, just the way it was said in the moment. Now you're describing that even more. I'm like, that comes from somewhere real in the way you describe it. It definitely sounds it. But when you're in that moment, the way it comes through, like, I think it outside of I still love the get your rock off my map. That's still a classic one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that one still cracks me up but that one it just it felt there are certain things I actually got done playing Alan Wake somewhat recently and mm. there's one scene in a train car the sound cut like to my core whether mm. it's uncomfort or just the the raw emotions and that's kind of how that scream felt when it's like you're all insufferable when you're screaming at everybody and they back off and that's when you said the writers have hit the nail on the head you're kind of going can you not spy on me, because this is a little too close. <laughs> but when yeah. you when you're able to pull a performance out like that coming from somewhere, is it I'm trying to figure out the right way to phrase this? Is it easier to pull from something real, but is it also somewhat emotionally taxing on you when you're done to go through something like that? Does that make sense?
3: Yes, and yes. Okay. And um It's this kind of trick of like <laughs> Wanting to identify and relate to the character, but not wanting to use your emotions as like, or your experiences as like tools. Like you don't want to minimize them or diminish them, but it's more this like this, for me at least, it's this balance of like using my humanity to identify with her human, her being whatever character, a character's humanity. And, um, and, uh, and, 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 in the goal is, is to give over to the character's humanity. So it's not just like, it's not just me being upset about some people who are like hanging over me, but it's me knowing that about myself and having that in my experience, but really identifying Eris's experience in that moment and like placing myself in in her experience. Um. So, cause it's 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 we don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna ever like. Use a trick, like a, an emotional trick, so that I, I like I keep referencing it so much that mm. it becomes um, like a, like worn over and stabbed or coarse, like it's too thick of a um, of a layer around it from from access from accessing it too much, you know, so that it's not. So then my my real human Morla's experience with it is is um, distanced. You know, does it make sense? Like, like we can access these things, but if we keep, like, accessing them to, like, elicit a feeling, to do this thing that's not really connected or, like, not really, um, it has to be um, given over to the character. Otherwise, it just feels, um, it feels like it's cheapening the personal experience.
1: Nope, that makes... But
3: by doing it this way, it just, like, it's adding... It's like, I don't know, like, um, I don't know, it's like a bit of magic. It's hard to really, like, define it. It's just a thing that kind of happens that feels like it's being done in a way that is um, honoring my experiences without um, cheapening them at all. um, not just like hanging them out to dry or hanging them, parading them out for everyone to see. That it's in service. It's in service of telling a story, of having, um, of of of, of uh, connecting to humanity better.
1: Yeah, I mean, in chat, somebody was saying becoming apathetic to our core experiences is a scary thing, and you're kind yes. of talking about you don't want to develop emotional scar tissue per se to have it grow over because. Right. Something like that. So. Beautifully,
3: concisely said. That's concisely, beautifully said. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like we've had a, a heavy episode so far. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm enjoying the journey. I, I can, can bring it. the levity. This tends to happen oh, with me. I'm a little scared of <laughs> asking Travis for levity. No, no, that's that's. I'll, I'll help but you with i mean, the But that's part of Eris's I
3: go, character. I go deep, y'all. I'm an emotional being. We are, I am we're very, having a blast. I we am, are totally
1: for this. It's fine.
3: I'm also very, I can, but I can, I feel like I, my hope is, though, that I can have, like, be deep and emotional about a thing, but also be light about it as well. Yeah. So I hope it's not, I hope it's not draining. I hope it's, like, uplifting.
1: No. When you send in, like, the voice, like, the you're all insufferable, when you send that in or whenever you're done... Whether you're in person recording a bunch studio, or whether you did the voice acting at home for that one, do you sit? Do you ever get feedback? And everybody's just like jaw on the floor, or equivalent just like damn. Or I mean, are there those moments when you kind of deliver a performance? Has there ever been a performance that you've delivered that has elicited feedback from the people you're working with that you didn't expect, or tapped into something that somebody you were working with where it hit them, and you're like, sorry, but also let's talk about it. Kind of like, have you ever done that?
3: um i well i could i think i can safely say that there's been many um many sessions where if i if i'm feeling it that much like everyone's everyone's feeling it too we're all because everyone everyone is wants to tap into the humanity of the characters and the of the stories well everyone's invested Mm -hmm. so um yeah i think i think i think for sure i think that that I think it happens a lot. I think that, that everyone having a shared experience in the, the booth happens a lot. And when you don't expect it, because you never know. Some people are, some people um, have a professional hat on where they don't, they, they feel like they need to kind of distance themselves so that they can be objective. And that's also fair and fine, you know? But, um, but I think more often than not, it's usually we're all having the experiences together.
0: Yeah. Nice. Trav? Yeah.
1: Trav, what do you got? There's a curveball coming. I just know it.
2: <laughs> Morla. 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 Can I call you Morla? Morla. Um, Please, fa- yes. <laughs> are you familiar with the existence of the music video entitled Eris Morn Has Got It Going On?
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like I don't remember a video, but I do remember hearing the song. So there must have been it must have been a corresponding video. Yes, Yes. I think I think it um, it was
2: shortly after the release of The Taken King. So it would have been right after Eris Morn was introduced. So this is a long time ago. It was like nine years ago. But uh, do you have
3: a favorite? favorite line from that
2: um yes of course i do um, right. <laughs> of course amanda amanda can't you see you're just not the girl for me because at the time amanda in, in destiny v1 uh amanda was the heartthrob among many destiny aficionados but as soon as eris Morn came out I don't know. She had competition all of a sudden, and uh, yeah, it was good. <laughs>
3: Unlikely competition. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I
2: cannot hear the normal version of that song without replacing it. With Stacy's mom. Yeah, I believe that. I can't. Mom. I, I oh my cannot. Gosh. To me, it's always been Eris Morn, and it always will be. So I just <laughs> want to let you know that, that that's one so. way Eris Morn has affected my life in a bizarre. Bizarre way. Um, I'm glad you know about it, though. I knew she I was going to know I about do. it because there's I, no, there's no way, yo. no, nobody sent that to you and was like, "Yo, like <laughs> this is crazy." I feel
3: like my son knows that song too, which is like yeah, also kind of like a oh,
4: whole. No. Lo- there's levels there's oh, oh, on, on the yeah. that <laughs> Nice. I don't know.
3: Yeah, he also likes the oh, what's the the video that was made during Shadowkeep, Moon's Haunted. Do you know? Oh, he had the moon's
0: Monty. haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes,
3: that so- My son would walk around the house going, "Moon's haunted." All so like
4: he, was,
2: he loved that Shadow video King.
3: so much. He loved that. I feel like I'd get along so with much. your son. So Seems
2: like a cool dude. <laughs>
3: he is <laughs> a, a cool guy. dude. He's so cool. He's he's so awesome. He's wonderful. Ooh. And Travis, I guess what him. class
1: he is? Titan.
2: Oh. Of course. <laughs> Titan, what
4: up? Of All course. right. I mean, the- Maybe
3: the least cool part about him,
4: but that's <laughs> there you go. Wow. You go. wow. <laughs> I tried
3: real hard to make him a hunter. Yeah.
2: Like, Sorry, man. No, no. Some, some guys. All
4: stupid.
3: right, you got to be your own man. I get it. I get Speaking it. of your son, it's just weird. Huh, yep.
4: As a, as like a parent,
2: listening. as a parent, do you ever use your yeah. voice acting prowess to get through to your child? Perhaps as a form of punishment, have you ever, for example, done the omnigal screech, just to mess with them? Or <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever ever have you ever used your powers for evil? Is what
3: i <laughs> I actually have a
4: really funny story. About... Oh, yes, again, yes. 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 We, <laughs> struggled. Yeah. we struck gold. We struck gold.
3: It was a um you know, it's like a one of those days where you find yourself repeating a request numerous mm. times and I mm. try to just keep it very light. My voice for talking to him is often like way up here. Okay, can you please remember to da da. Don't forget the yada yada da 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 da. And then um and then I at one point it just like it wasn't getting through. So I said um, and the, I don't want to say his name, so I'll just say Bob. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Bob, I said, don't forget the thing. And he looks at me and goes, don't do Eris' voice on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had Eris in the <laughs> house. Oh, <man. laughs> I was
4: like, Bob. Yes. I don't even
3: remember what I said. Like, son, son. I don't even remember how I said it, but he was just, he was like, don't, don't do Eris voice on me.
4: Like, oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh. I was oh. trying to.
3: I, I would was abuse just that so hard. make myself heard. <laughs> so got his attention real quick. She's not scary. He's like, don't do it. Please don't do Eris voice.
1: Okay. Uh, love she that. just means business. There's a difference. She yes, just means, there's... she's, she's here to get
3: shit done. She's just very serious. <laughs> exactly. Like, she's not going to waste time. Mm-hmm. Repeating herself.
0: Exactly. No, oh, this, this is great. I, I yeah. love that. He mm-hmm. he drew so much fear or Jump. uncomfortability with that. You know. He was
3: quite young at the time. I was
1: going to say, know. you yeah. said he's 11 now?
3: He's 11 now. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I was
1: going to say, he isn't in the teenage years. That's where the insufferable comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you pull that one back uh, out for the teenage years. At some point, That's right. you just let him know he's insufferable.
4: And... Insufferable. Yeah, because yeah,
3: no, I, I, I guess, like, when I first, very first started working on Destiny at all was like 20, was it 2012? Does that make sense? Yeah, 2014 it came no, out, well, he so was...
1: yeah.
3: Maybe maybe it was 2013. That would make okay. sense, like 2013. But yeah, he was just the baby.
0: Uh, oh man, that's awesome. That's cool because it's like, I, lo- I love to hear that type of story because again, you know, with your start, And I think it's safe to say, all of us, E, that the Hive are the the most interesting race. They're the most, you know, I would say popular out of all the enemy factions with Destiny. Whenever there's a Hive DLC, Hive expansion season, we kind of... Raise up because we know what's gonna happen. Like, how does it feel that like you are part of that? You you are literally, in a sense, the screeching, the uncomfortability, and of course the iconic character that is Eris. Like, how does it feel to to know that, you know, your are the enemy faction that you're most associated with, right? Is literally one of the most popular in the game?
3: Um I um I mean I I I do I didn't know that I knew that. <laughs> I think um you know I just I love the work that I did on it and I love the story behind it and um and where it led and I I'm for sure super incredibly proud of it. Um I know that um I know that I'm doing something right when I get the, the response after, like, lunch. When it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Eris is back. And that's very, that's just, oh, it just really fills my heart. Like, you don't even know. It's like, I love you too. And I get very emotional. <laughs> and I read and I really make a point because it's it it really matters to me. Like, every single person, I try to respond, at least in some capacity, to absolutely everybody who um says congratulations or i'm glad you're back like i really really i do love this community i and i i um and i i feel like it's like the the i i just want to let every. i it's a lot it's a i mean it's it's such a it can feel overwhelming in the best possible way and i um but I, I I appreciate every single message that comes through, and um, it it means so much to me. It really really does. I am, you know. What are what what? It's the performance the the whatever it's like if it's not if it's not if it's not loved um Mm -hmm. by the community if it's not um then like if it's not getting people excited if it's not getting guardians excited about it you know Mm -hmm. then um then like oh then my i have failed i have failed my job Mm -hmm. and so um i it means it means it really means well so much to me that guardians in particular um you know for all, for all this I want to I mean it's like this is for all games but mm-hmm. for guardians in particular it of means
0: course so of much course yeah. that's why that's why we love you that's why we love you and, and, and to see you. you know that journey is a tremendous it's really tremendous and my quick follow-up question to that was kind of like you know I have a couple of friends who are really fascinated by by voice acting and you know seeing your journey and you gave some good advice earlier about kind of like you know surrendering and just you know being yourself as opposed to what you think they're looking for. What what other advice would you give like an aspiring a new person trying to get in the field? And they say, you know what, I love the idea of voicing a character, and mm-hmm. and you know what advice would you get to someone kind of trying to get their foot in the door to get started in in this career because it, it it's it seems a lot of work. <laughs> it seems to be a lot to it, and, and a lot yeah. of. You know, your journey, especially, you know, you put in a lot of work and obviously the GDC story and everything else. But like, yeah, just in general, like what advice do you give someone kind of getting started?
3: Well, you know, it's interesting. I was just at a um, at a little get together uh, and there happened to be um, it wasn't it wasn't for voiceovers, but there happened to be three voiceover actors there. And. We were just talking about games and like, oh, this game was we so exciting and this woman who was listening in, she's like, I don't understand, like games, like what are you voiceover, like what? I don't get it. I'm like, Ooh. Oh, yeah, voiceover for games and she's like and she said something along the lines of like um but, but is it like acting?
4: Oh. I'm like Oh, uh, oh, man. <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh,
3: yeah, it's not like acting. I mean, it is acting. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, a little bit. It's
3: very, very much acting. And she was just so, like, she just so didn't know. So I, it's, I say that in order to, like a, co- like, a common misconception is, is that it's, I will do this voiceover to because it's a way to get into other kinds of acting. It's like the, it's like it's like a, it's the easy ramp onto oh. the thing. And so it's like, well, oh, okay. it is its own very unique set of skills. So, um, uh and it it deserves its own unique kind of attention and focus. Um, so I guess the. The answer to the question is, um, you know, decide. like if you do want to be a voice actor, then understand that it is it is hard work and it is a specific set of skills. And it's and it is 100 percent the entirety of um, like what I what I do to prepare for an onstage role is the same that I do to prepare for a uh, voiceover role um and uh because it is a full body it is a full body experience think that because it's it's like you're in a booth and you're like not supposed to move it's like but you're still even if you are even if you choose to be completely still in the booth which i often don't.
0: I like to move around a lot.
3: Even if I, I chose to be complete. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what do
0: you mean? <laughs> just a wild guess that I probably... <laughs> you're, I you're very expressive. Uh...
4: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but even if I chose to be very still in the booth, I would still be engaging my whole body. Like I would just, it would be fully activated. So I would say um, start with uh, some acting classes. Of any kind. Start with acting class. And then, like, just get used to the sound of your voice. Record yourself Mm -hmm. often and get used to the sound of your voice. And then from there, learn how to um, understand your range and then play with characters within that range. And then eventually start to expand your range and, and, you know, stretch and see. But really just get used to spending time in the booth and facing that, you know, conjuring image in a void Mm. in a total in a Mm. just without hopefully you get information in your in uh, ahead of time for your session you know hopefully Mm. you have something to look at that you can reference hopefully Hopefully the script is going to give you all sorts of insights you know (laughs) but oftentimes but oftentimes it's not and, mm. you know, sometimes sometimes they'll have, like, so, uh, another actor's uh, line that they can play you in so you have something to react off of. Sometimes they'll be, the director will speak you in, they'll give you the line just so you have something mm-hmm. to respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes it's not. So it's mm. get used to being your most creative self without any input and also simultaneously don't judge that creative
0: self that is awesome advice i didn't realize that Man, that's hey difficult. look we,
2: we can all uh, we can all uh, uh, relate in some degree like uh i know i do vo for my reviews right and i think uh E-Bontis does it for videos that's hard enough that's hard enough when yeah. you're just being yourself dude yep. being in a booth the first time i was in a booth for vo for at ign i the uh video producer said that my Take wasn't good enough, and they had somebody else record it because I just I didn't know what I was doing right, and so it's some one of those things where you have to second chance. Yeah, no, they did. They gave me a second chance, and I I now I'm now I'm super comfortable with it, but it is like so taxing. Like I read like you know five paragraphs for the first part of review, and like usually I'm like sweating, my voice hurts, I'm like moving a lot, I have to like make sure I wear Mm -hmm. something loose because you don't want to hear the sound of the shirt rubbing yeah. when, you're, yeah. when you're moving <laughs> yeah. your arms and stuff yeah. like that i take off my watch you know all that mm-hmm. stuff that you have to think about yeah. but it's it's very taxing so i think we can all relate to the the craft sure, and difficulty sure, sure. of it um yeah and i almost feel like well and because the, you don't and, have and, the, and, the i was gonna say because you don't have the visual part of it you almost have mm-hmm. to like put everything into just the audio performance and i feel like that's even like it's like you're just you're just pushing as hard as you can on one lever, the only lever you have access to, which the audio part of it. And that that's like, it's different when you have like people can see your face, so you maybe don't have to go as hard with your with your voice. Um, so,
3: well, and being yourself is like the, the hardest. <laughs> it's the hardest thing to be. It it's like being yourself. Knowing that you're being perceived, yes, is so hard.
1: Mm-hmm. You're, you're you can't
3: very help vulnerable. but like be yeah, something other than yourself. There's a lot of training that goes into this. Is the, th- the thing with like actors is like the hardest lesson for the hardest thing for an actor to do is to walk across a stage and sit down on a chair
4: hmm.
3: just as themselves. Because it's like, you just immediately want to go like, I yeah, am yeah, you something better. Yeah, that's a good point. You, it's like a performance. So
2: yeah. It's, yeah. it's also you putting yourself and- out there because you talked about improv and people, I've heard people say that about improv being hard because if you have a script, at least you can blame whatever you're doing on, oh, it's my character. or Oh, the script said it. But if you're doing improv, it's all coming out of your head. It's like your ideas and you're worried about like people judging you because you made a choice or a character or whatever. And so it does give you more vulnerability, but I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, voice acting's hard. See,
3: it all comes back to the trust and the surrender.
4: Well, yeah,
0: no, it's big. (laughs) I I agree. I think this is, this is tremendous because, um, the, the other part of it, which you're helping me understand is also the, I guess I think from, from your perspective or someone starting, they put their heart out, Right and then the director's like nah that's not it <laughs> like like so so like the the, the ego and, and the emotion okay well what what you know when, let me go somewhere else maybe change up or whatever i think that would be my struggle if i ever got into it you know kind of thing mm-hmm. and and to hear you you know say it you know obviously go to acting classes and obviously you know be yourself and, and things of that nature that's a tough business. Now, I, I got to give you all the credit. Like, this is tough. You are putting yourself out. It is, he said it best. The vulnerability of it, right? Well, and heard, then when you, yeah, got it. Go
1: well, I was just going to say, I heard in a previous uh, podcast I listened to that you were on where you are selling yourself. It is the hardest sales job in the world because when it comes to, I'm not trying to sell a product. I'm trying to sell me. So when that rejection comes in, whether it's tens, hundreds, or thousands of times over the course of a career, it is hard to not take that into personally or to be able to brush it off and not doubt yourself. And as you said, if you're going to be yourself and you lay all of you out there and then they're like, nope, we don't want that. That's – it's hard not to take like really personally, but that's also – what it takes to be an actress is to turn around and see the next job as another opportunity right. to do it again. And that's so difficult. But when you're like when you wearing your... What I was saying, it's like it's emotionally taxing and then whether you get into the physical nature of it, whether you're moving or not, or it's like your, your mouth is right here, but you're like everything else is moving <laughs> to get what you're trying to get done. You do all of that and they're like, no, I think we're going to go somewhere else. You're like, oh my God. Like you, it's... Yeah. that's kind of one of those things and that's what travis said for voiceover for podcast for videos that we do it's a it's a piece of it because we're doing some content and those things but yours is just everything is poured into this microphone and it means so much and that's kind of i mean when you said you've one of the things that i think i heard you say is there were thousands of jobs you didn't get outside of the ones you did get and it's sure to to tell somebody it's like there were thousands you didn't get that's that's something somebody potentially should know because that's yeah. a lot that that's a lot that's to have real. to go through. That's yeah.
4: it's tough. You don't
3: even want to see my desktop right now, <laughs> <laughs> like the auditions that like I didn't I didn't get
0: right.
4: That's the real.
3: So, but yeah, I mean, it's that's the job. That's mm. auditioning is auditioning is more the job than the job. Mm.
4: Yeah.
3: You know, and um, at least. At least, at least initially, right?
4: Yeah, and then, and for a,
3: and for a long, for a long time, and you know, and maybe always. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know when I reach (laughs) always. And so, uh, but it's, it's, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like applying for work is like the worst part of getting a job, like having a job. Like if you said, hey, Travis, I'll pay you six figures, but your job is applying for other jobs. I'd be like, that's not worth it, dude. That's like the worst part of work is the applying part. So yeah, acting is like, oops, all Applications, right?
4: Like just applications.
1: That's good. That was good. That was that
2: yeah. <laughs> terrible. Um, mm. Yeah. So, hats off to you for doing that. Speaking of uh, roles, you didn't get. Is there any
4: mm, please? Is there any um, <laughs> Yeah please bring this up? Let's, let's talk about Look, the band. <laughs> well,
2: well, I shared my failures. We're all talking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are there any are, are there any series that not even necessarily you tried to be a part of, but anyone that's just on your like dream list of like if I could work Ooh. on this franchise or this Ooh. series in games or uh, in voice acting, I would want to do it, like, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: Like, um, Cog
2: wants to voice Batman, you know? Is there anything <laughs> like that where you're just like, I want to do that
3: voice? I do want to be a superhero. I really do. Ooh. I want to be oh, nice. a um I wanna be like a superhero that uh just you know happens to be a mom. Like that's not like okay. like the thing, right? It's not like she's a superhero and she's a mom. It's just like <laughs> she's a do mom. It? Like, yeah, right. Like, yeah. you no, know, it's
4: just like
3: She's a superhero, and P.S., she's a mom, right? It's like Wonder Woman,
1: and she has a daughter.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, just the kind of the glimpsing what I kind of saw from uh, the Death Stranding 2
4: Mm -hmm. uh,
3: trailer at, uh, Mm -hmm. at the Video Game Awards. I'm like, yeah, like her, like...
4: Mm-hmm. I
3: think that role's taken now but yeah like <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean like Kojima
2: got called call my yeah. girl she, she's gotta gonna call, call on, let's go they, they, they call, also call do back now. Th- those actors also do their own mocap do you have you ever done your own mocap for a part you've played
3: oh yeah Aris. I mean I did for uh, for Eris for um, nice. for the high of, uh transition like I did a mm-hmm. little performance capture for that so mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, I do. I I am. Um, I do do performance capture. It's my favorite. It's oh, yeah. the best because it's like you know my degree is in theater, and so it's, it's just like coming back to theater. It's like theater all over again. It's full circle. Mm-hmm. It makes it all nice. full, full circle.
4: Nice. But I do yeah. love it,
3: and I and it's 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 a. Uh, It's its own set of challenges, but it's so exciting because you're just like seeing nothing and you're just, you are just, that's like doing theater in an empty black box theater where it's just like you and another actor and like everything else is imagined or it doesn't exist. And it's really just completely about the connection and the relationship and, you know, feeding off of each other and your energy. And and so um, there's no distractions of like... Look at this fancy thing over here, or this set dressing over here. And Like all those are very important aspects of theater, and like I don't begrudge anybody their full, gorgeous, lush sets. But like, there's something about having none of it.
0: Yeah.
2: And now
3: what? It's just you know.
1: It's yeah. Focuses so it's almost more in about, in, on the performance. I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna introduce a concept here. It's okay. about trust and surrender. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, <no. laughs> the theme. <laughs> I knew that was going I knew she was going to. No, I I, I, I I have
4: to. Did you see
2: the did you see the vidoc for like Hellblade? Like I I know you you work in that space so it probably doesn't matter to you, but that was sort of uh, a lot of people's like first in-depth look at how performance and mocap and like all that stuff mm. works and that was really eye-opening cuz that's that's crazy stuff, to, especially mm. such a serious subject matter and you're just like so, you know you've got like a camera hovering over your face and yeah. Yeah. all over you and just that mm-hmm. there's so many obstacles you have to act through to make that work it's really interesting oh, yeah.
3: yeah i had to um i feel like i had to uh like feign like making out with somebody once in one of those. <laughs> like what well, like this team called for it's like how do we do with? The- <laughs> so it's like a whole like way that you have
0: to like kind of. Oh, this, oh, this is that's yeah. that future season with the drift? Oh, okay, we get yes. oh, <laughs> you know. it. Yeah, knew it. it. Oh, so yeah. someone You had to make <sighs> out with, but you couldn't figure
2: it now out. Now we it. know what the final shape is. <laughs> Two lips. Left. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh,
0: too that's funny. Great. That's great.
1: Mine's kind of of like. I asked. Uh, My brother and my wife, and they had very similar questions, which cracked me up. Um, And they wanted to ask you, is there anything about when it comes to your performance? And I know you said you like performance capture, so that could be part of the answer. But when it comes to doing that, is there a certain microphone setup, a certain booth, whether it's just your closet, what, what is your kind of like favorite space to do your work or spaces that you've worked in when you're doing any of this, and why?
3: Hmm. Well, I like to... Um, I like to... I like to have space to move. I gotta, like, make sure my elbows are free at least. <laughs> uh, gotta stretch. So I like to take... I mean, I, whatever. I, like, I'll adapt to any any space so i don't i don't i don't think i ever want to get too particular because then like i'll wind up being disappointed or something like you just like find the space and like whatever Mm -hmm. the microphone set is sometimes it's like you wear the cap like they do like the little mocap caps and they have like Mm -hmm. little microphones here so that you don't those are those are particularly great for me as a actor who moves a lot so Mm -hmm. um that gives me that allows me the freedom to move more but I, you know, the, the, eat, eat with a stationary uh, mic is, is, uh, great. I just wanna make sure that I have near access to my water, my tea, my coffee, my apple, <laughs> mm-hmm. my chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Like, keep those the things very, those very Those are the five things you need to be a voice kind of actor. Like,
0: <laughs> there we go. we get in <laughs> game right now. These are the essentials.
3: Those are the essentials for me, yeah. And then, like, put all my, I like to keep all my stuff far, far away from me, on a chair, far away, so I can kind of, like, step away and come back to it, to the mic as needed.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice. Nice, yeah. nice. This is amazing stuff. Really yeah, thank you for this. This is this is tremendous. Oh <laughs> my love goodness! To hear so, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Really cool, uh, Trapp, sorry.
4: Yeah. you get
0: to jump in. No, you good. No, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. No. My fault. I didn't want to interrupt you. No, <laughs> no. I just wanted to thank you because, um, yeah. This is this is tremendous. And and again, it, you learn. We're learning that it's it's just it's more. It, it's a process. And then there's so many involved with creating a character, right? It, 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 it's mm-hmm. so many pieces to it, and this is really, really amazing, and I, I'm, I'm just thankful that you like. This is awesome. Oh, thank you. To learn Thanks for
3: you know, like kind of lifting, lifting the veil off of it, getting some insight, mm-hmm. and and uh, and just having some fun, having a conversation yeah. about feelings is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: make, make, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm excited. So oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm excited to see Eris's journey and. We, we were a little worried. We were a little worried. We didn't think she was gonna make it. I'll be yeah, honest. Some of us were a little. I am. Season in which we thought it might be a conclusion. We didn't know how that G-G heavyweight five. matchup was gonna go. And then what, what's my man? The the little uh, um, uh, the, the the annoying ghost that was always saying, "Ebaro, yes, Ebaro yeah, didn't have nice things to say about you, but you checked him. You let him know that
3: was fun. Oh, <laughs> no. That was see another side. It's just like that, like. Psh- Kind of sassy
4: zinger. Yes. Oh,
2: if She's Eris does nassies. die, do you think they'll add a U to her last name?
4: <laughs>
3: oh my god! Definitely.
4: Definitely.
1: Travis. Travis, keeping Bye. it interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Love
4: it.
2: I'm here for it. My so, Pulitzer Prize-winning questions here. Hard yeah. journalism. So <laughs> so you can question,
1: And this, mm. I'm not okay. trying to like break any NDAs, but would you? Mm. Um, you've done voice. Now you've done mocha. What does she
2: do in final shape? Is what he's
4: asking. What is <laughs> there? Yeah, right, right. 100. No, he wants to know. Let no, me tell voice. you. <laughs> would you, <laughs> oh, by the way,
1: would you ever? If the opportunity arose, would you ever want to play live action Eris Morton? Ooh.
4: Yeah. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to. It's a musical. It's destiny on ice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: In fact, if we can get that uh hashtag going, like like that along with the Funko situation, like oh, we yeah. can get yeah. those things yes. sorted get a out. Or less cool. live action Eris. And Eris Funko, like, uh, yeah, I think I'd be able to be like, I my anything else I do from here out will be gravy, because that would be the, to be a, you know, I've, mm-hmm. I've had the experience of being the full embodiment of Eris, and I can tell you, I would just would love some more yeah. and more and more. And we happen to kind of weirdly look alike anyway, so it's...
2: The third eye is really what's.
3: sells it it. I like, did. It's right there. I did. I, did, yeah. I put concealer over it. So you ah, okay. That that's like, good. Yes.
1: You're just, I, you're just really concentrated bags. on keeping that's it, it I shut so it doesn't, like,
3: pop
0: open <laughs>
1: like Doctor it's Strange.
3: really so. hard. It's really yeah. hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> My final one for fun, for fun is this. Um, I love when you pronounce hive names. Like, I, I think it... Hash, oh. Hush, do and, and all, yeah. Like when you get, mm-hmm. how often do people harass you to talk in Eris' voice? Like I know you terrorize your son when he's acting up, but I didn't mean to. Yeah, I love that. Like <laughs> I, I want to know how. You at GCX, we at GC. How often are you asked to speak in Eris? Not
3: that often. Not really, often, really. Oh, oh, I, I heard there'd there be like a
2: thousand explore. voicemails how out there that are like, "This is Eris," you know. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, can we? Can
0: very, I just.
3: Everyone's very, very respectful about it. And I'm pretty sure that, especially, um, what was it? I think it was, I think it was uh, uh, pre, it was before, and it's, I know it's not called Guardian Con anymore, but I yeah. forgot. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 but, yeah. But it was Guardian Con at the time. It was yeah. Guardian so. Con at the time. So yep. pre, I think it was pre Guardian Con that uh, mm-hmm. Deej made a point to like tell people like, uh do it don't <laughs> do the, don't ask don't ask her to do it and so i think everyone's like oh okay okay but a couple times you know a couple Dish, times
2: my guy my guy Dish.
3: yeah and 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 and, and that's like kind of also like um like the whole uh what is it called um the Thing where you leave like messages for people. Oh,
4: cameo.
0: I know what you talk about. Yes, What's yes, their yes. Outgoing like, voicemail or something like cameo. yeah, no, like that. She's kind talking of about
3: stuff.
4: cameo, 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 cameo. cameo.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: It's like one of the things like I've never really wanted to ever do that because um, okay. I. Uh, it's one thing to like you know in in person like throw out a line that Eris that Eris has said, but like mm-hmm. to for me to like do eris's voice on a birthday message feels like <laughs> i don't feel,
0: like your, that, doesn't feel that doesn't feel
3: that doesn't feel canon to me
0: <laughs>
4: you, you
3: say I happy can't. birthday
0: lord well, cognito birthday. you you <laughs> that's a little out of pocket for eris
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah i can't like it just and it i don't know it feels like um
0: Worked for Sabbath then. No, but this is a good discussion because, you know, as far as the, let's say, like the ethics or, you know, just what your principles are, right, in reference to it versus, you know, some people who feel like, hey, voice actors need to find ways for revenue. I think it's a fair discussion and seeing both sides of it.
3: Sure. And I mean, it's like, right. It is for me personally. It just doesn't feel like to. I feel like my like talking about Eric like talking about the journey talk about my experiences i my attempt is to kind of uh bring her um bring her closer to the community in the in a way that still honors the story that honors um all the people that create her and I feel like for me like doing Eris' voice on something that isn't. Actual heiress texts just kind of. Um, I feel like it just it take it takes away from that. It makes her, it brings her closer, but in like this kind of other way that you know maybe maybe that will be disruptive to future mm, stories with her, gotcha. right? Like, like they'll see like oh that's they'll be experiencing her in game, but like. Thinking about like the time that she like, said happy birthday. You know, it's just yeah. like I don't know. It just feels <laughs> like, it like also, it I, also I like feel... I like her living living in that's where she lives. She right. lives yeah.
2: The purity yeah. of it. Yeah. 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 It, it, also, it, al- it also it also feels <laughs> like the wrong character, like the drifter, I expect to hear him on people's voicemails. That's his whole you know. All right, all yeah. right, all right. Oh, yeah, my gosh. But not not Eris. Fair Eris enough. is too sad to care about. If no, it's your she birthday. would
3: write a letter. She wouldn't mm-hmm. send them. Like she would like. Do, In reasons, I feel like she would do like some sort of calligraphy type poem.
1: Wax seal, Pony Express. Yeah. I mean, yes. the, whole, yes. the whole nine yards. Absolutely,
2: birthdays yes. are absolutely. irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You're older. <laughs> I got it. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm, good. I'm good. There it is. There it is. I'm good. I could die now. I am good.
0: I am good. That was I, I internalized that it's my birthday. <laughs> there you go.
4: Like, I, you uh,
0: did it all right. I'm good. I'm good. She has thought about it though. That was not off
2: the cuff. You know, she was like she was like You're older. She had that. She was like, What if I had to?
1: <laughs> Love it. Uh, one that I wanted to actually ask was just being a performer in any and all aspects of being an actor. Are there people that have inspired you, drawn from, want to work with other actors out there that you look up to, want to work with, thank for? Just kind of big people have been part of your life that either you've seen performances look up to or that you have to thank for Indian and everything.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um I remember um I was uh Mass Effect. Um oh. and it was I think it was I believe it was like Mass Effect 2. Oh. Uh and that's where I Love uh, her. Joker, Joker. Yes. Is Jack, Jack. Is it Jack? Yes. Is it Jack yes. or Joker? It's Courtney yeah, Taylor's Joker. Joker. Courtney Taylor's character in, in Mass Effect.
0: Hmm? No, I'm just I'm in an emotional state. You said you, one of my Mass favorite Effect games too, of all time. is one of his favorite games. You of all time. Time. literally yeah. like the you said the correct Mass Effect. Like I'm okay. in an emotional yes. happy place. You took me somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Yeah, Come
3: no, I I remember that uh, witnessing her her performance. Like wow, that is like such a cool character, and it was this
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jack, Jack for right. yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Correct. Jack, yes, yes,
2: Jack. Yes. yes. I knew female, I knew. I said I was like that's yeah, not. Yeah, Joker's right. the ship. Yeah, sorry. No. Jack, sorry. The pri- the prisoner. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes.
3: Jack. Um
0: Jack's awesome.
3: Yes. Amazing. Like I I remember witnessing that character and just like that's like wow. That is exactly um such a cool kind of not like, n- not your typical, like very mm-hmm. atypical, just like very different, very different than anything else I was seeing in games. And like, yeah, like irreverent and um strong and like this kind of a mystery and just like all this internal emotional like stuff going on, so like. Mm-hmm kind of very (laughs) you can see a parallel i'm sure Uh, but yes yeah i i loved her performance um and uh yeah i mean in in i like feeling very uh like hard pressed for names now but i've i i think about games like specific games that have spoken to me that that i've felt very um uh, moved and drawn in by, and like Fallout 3 is another one where I just Ooh. absolutely, I love that game immensely. And, um, and, uh, there's a game called Everybody's Gone to the Rapture that I uh, adored. It's, um, yeah. by The Chinese Room. Incredible game. Like I don't, it never, I don't, I never really got the, the buzz that it, it deserved. Um, with the performances and that were amazing. Just things that are just unusual. And like I love stuff that are that's like a juxtaposition. So I love I love the the view of the wasteland with the cheeriness of the um licensed music that's coming through the radio. Like that's I love that juxtaposition and, and yeah. it like does something to me internally. And the same thing with the uh the um Everybody's gone to the rapture. It's this mm. Quiet, serene little British town, and there's like weird, strange, <laughs> eerie, like you know, like like a like a like a uh, like a watching a scary movie during the day, like that kind of vibe. Oh, it's the best. I love it. Nice. I I love the weird. I, I love weird juxtapositions, and the the more disparate, the better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. By the way. Yeah,
3: and in, in in my in my life and the people that I that I that I know and that I love that I I just there's so many people, there's so many gorgeous, beautiful voice actors that I work with and and I look to I look to all my fellow voice actors for inspiration and um and and um and I love that about our community is that that yeah. we are there for each other in that way. Um in, like in a way that I, as I don't, I, I don't know that it exists in other mm-hmm. types of acting, and other genres of acting. It's like we, the way that we show up for each other is, mm-hmm. it's, it's worth the price of admission right there.
0: Absolutely
2: beautiful thing. It'll speaking be of, uh, <laughs> speaking of fellow voice actors, mm-hmm. have you ever worked with Keith David before, and are you excited to do so? Now that he's joining the Destiny cast,
3: That's I have not exciting. worked with him before. Oh. I haven't. One of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Halo,
2: 2, Come on, the Arbiter. Oh, Where it's so easy. Mass Effect. I love.
3: It. I love... He's well, in community. I've, n- I've not worked with him in those. I mean, I'm I I'm definitely familiar with the character, especially Arbiter. I, Halo holds a very special place in my heart
0: too.
3: Yeah. Um, but I uh
0: MVP baller. Uh, what's that? No, I'm just calling it MVP. Oh. <laughs> Never mind me. I'm am just, just uh, giving you praise on the holding <laughs> up signs over. there.
3: <laughs> but I but I've never I have not I have not worked with him. And so, um what a what a beautiful choice though, right? Like I love Yes. That's yes. really nice. It's yeah. really. It's it's a it's a very elegant tasteful, classy right choice.
0: At 100%. Yeah. If
2: anyone could step up, it's him. Like he's, yeah. uh-huh. and he, the, his, his support of the gaming community extends uh-huh. to back when mm-hmm. voice acting in games was kind of an afterthought. A lot of times it was uh-huh. done by developers and they weren't really a thing. And uh, yeah. at, at that time he was still, I, th- I feel like we owe a lot, the industry owes a lot to him and some of those early pioneers in voice acting. So mm-hmm. 100%, it's cool. Yeah. I'm really excited to hear his voice. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. Uh-huh.
3: Anything else? Yeah. J- J-S-, J.S. Gilbert is another one. He's another oh, one okay. of those like early guys. He used to just call up cold call developers, be like, hey, I understand you are getting the guy down the hall to do this voice. It's like, I'll do Ooh. it for you. You know? Like, and so he, mm-hmm. he yeah, he's one of he's one of those uh one of those guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pioneers
3: folks, twisted metal. Those pioneer type folks. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And and it's yeah. needed, right? Because to see where the where the, how the industry is gone, and obviously you know there's a lot of money to be made, but at the same time you know respecting the craft, and if we really, I think seeing the talents and of the pioneers, and then obviously trickle down to you, it, it shows the importance of good voice acting, it shows the importance of how much it adds to the game, the character, and. How much we connect, right? Because they're they're like, no, no, that's my character right there. <laughs> like, like it, it's it's a different level, and, and it's important what Travis said because you know, not to throw any developer under the bus and stuff like that, but or, or or you know, publishers, but the devaluing in the past, right? And now them realize, hey, if you hire some good talent, this will add a different type of connection to this game, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 thus you see people. How much you're beloved. Oh, boy, Ball is in town. This is Eric. Air- you know, it, it's a thing. It's a vibe, right? And it's so yeah. cool to see the journey of the industry. And, and that's why we love to kind of pay respect to that. Because at one point, like you know, it, it wasn't the, the the thing that, you know, p- the publishers were looking for and stuff like that. And I love to see mm-hmm. that transformation, the evolution yeah. of where things are now. Some and Yeah. To go. Just- some and publishers maybe,
2: still are pretty late to the game. Like Nintendo just started embracing voice acting. With Tears of the Kingdom, they put like real yeah, voice actors deal. in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a big deal because before they would deal. just not have voices, you know, for yeah. a really long time.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely.
3: And maybe um and maybe continue to see that, the honoring and the um the value of um of actors. Uh, and what individual actors have to offer over other alternatives.
0: <laughs> exactly. Fair, totally fair. I, I see what you did there. I like that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's,
0: for me, when I'm sitting there, like
1: I've told these guys or whatever, but it's like there are certain games that you'll go through, and when you get that emotional connection, it sticks with you more. It's You remember it more vividly you're going to tell your friends that this game affected me and all of these things come a lot of the ones that do that are the ones as you said have the actors that do exactly what you do they give everything they can and it comes through and then when you're sitting there experiencing that game it's a special moment that you're going to remember and sometimes sometimes people take a kind of take it for granted or forget that There's someone behind that doing what you're doing and giving so much to each one of these, just every single word. I know we talked about it before we actually got to it it was like linguistics and words or something. You're really passionate about language and everything. So when you I mean, you get a script, you learn it. And when you dissect every one of those words, then it gets all the way to us. And when it has the impact that it does, it's like, we, I want to reach through the screen and give that person a hug. Cause like what it does for <laughs> yes, <laughs> what yes. it does sometimes. Cause I mean, there's,
0: absolutely
1: there's times I'll be playing a game and all of a sudden I'm like a, a game is making me crying. What is happening right now? And it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those, when those type of moments happen, it's, they stick. And yes, mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those I win. That's why it's to you and to all of those who do what you do. It's thank you because yeah, no, thank you. I was like, I don't. I don't know how else to say it besides like, thank you for what you guys do because the stories that can be told for all of the work that you guys put in, it's amazing. And couldn't have some of the experiences that I've had the last decade wouldn't be what it is without uh, specifically the ones sitting here with us tonight.
3: Absolutely. Oh my thank you so much. Yes. Can I get I appreciate it. Yeah. I second that. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. Uh, lovely. Oh my goodness. Y'all. This has been really, really lovely. Thank you so thank much. You.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you thank for you. taking the time with us. Thanks for joining. This is amazing. We know you I, are a busy lady. We know yes. you're busy, and, and the gems you dropped were, were tremendous. Continue to do <laughs> what you do. Continue to be that bright light in the industry, that positive energy that we need. And then, same, you know,
3: to, same to you all as well. Oh, I mean, you are clearly, clearly, incredibly very loved and... Uh, your your subscribers adore you and you you are also a great life in this community, all of you. So So thank, thank you. you.
0: Thank you. Um, Much appreciated. Yeah.
1: Well the floor is yours if you can <laughs> I don't know if you get to tell anybody what you're working on, because you probably can't, but if you have anything I that can't. you can talk
4: about. <laughs> well, I was like, can I cannot. Yeah, I
1: was like there I figured are things. Yeah, where can yes. people find you and support you then and look they for support what's coming you yes. as well?
4: Yes.
3: Oh dear. I and sometimes on the Twitters, which I will continue to call Twitter. I'm sorry. I just oh, can't. Andrew. I can't. Yeah, me too. I just. Same. Um, and I think, <laughs> I think my, uh, I think I'm at actor underscore Morla for mm-hmm. that. And, um, and I'm, I'm also on the Instagrams, but that's mostly mm-hmm. just like, Pictures of something that catches my eye, so it's more mm. like aesthetic. But uh, but that's at more Lovox. Nice.
0: Yeah. No doubt. Again, tremendous. The legend. And like there. on
3: the other ones too. But like whatever, I'm 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 I'm, I'm doing things. I'm busy. I'm trying not to do the social medias too much.
4: <laughs> but if you are on
3: there and you say hi, I will for sure say well. hi back because I'm I'm. I am I am grateful for the community,
0: for sure. No doubt. We're grateful for you. Thank you so much. Again, like he said, you said, know, for taking the time and, and your schedule. We know you got a lot of stuff going on. We've been do- trying to schedule this for some time. And I It's know, truly I know, a treat. We did,
4: truly. we did it. We did it. Yeah,
0: we, we did, did it. Yeah. Truly a treat. Thank you so much. I look forward Thank to you. your journey. Continue to follow your journey and see where, where it takes you. And obviously, you have all of the support of The Last Word. Trav, yeah. anything you want to say to her while we get, get her going? <laughs> You're awesome. Thanks spot. for answering my there stupid you questions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> your stupid questions were awesome I'm not stupid at all.
1: <laughs> and I want
2: to B- eat B- your B- jambalaya someday. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Nami's jambalaya. It's got to happen. Nice. Cajun
0: and the Creole. Yeah. That's right. Bring, that's
1: right. Bring, <laughs> that's right. You got to you do one of each. You got to do one of each. See which one you like.
4: Right.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for me, it's just, it's an absolute pleasure. We've enjoyed the past decade of getting to know Eris. Oh my God. Being part of your journey with her and we can't wait for all you've got going forward because I do feel like in gaming this, meeting of, this medium is able to tell even better emotional stories and I just can't wait to see what, she, what you get to tell us next.
3: Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much.
4: Thank you.
1: Well, on that note, Finally. I think that's where we're going to wrap this one up. Chat, you guys have been amazing. Um, obviously, please go, you know, follow her, support her, and uh, just send love out in the world for an amazing night with a wonderful, wonderful
4: lady. Okay.
3: Okay. Good night, y'all.
4: Good night, everybody. Thank you.